This message you're about to listen to was recorded live at the Redeemed Christian Church of God, the Throne Room Parish, Transcorp Hilton, Abuja. Be blessed as you listen. And say unto someone, the siege is over. Now you see, the prophetic picture of who you are in the spirit, and go on to check the image, your image, who you are in the spirit, or sometimes you could see the scripture referencing you or typing you, typology, as a tree, as a tree. Isaiah chapter 61 from verse 3 says to appoint unto them that morning Zion beautiful ashes the oil of joy for morning the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness that they might be called the plantings of the Lord that they might be glorified forever and Psalm 13 says it says you, it's talking about you it says and it shall be like a tree that is planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruits in his season. His leaf also shall not wither. And whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. It's talking about you. It's talking about you. No wonder why Jesus Christ, when he laid hands on that man, and was trying to heal the man who was blind. As a first touch, he said, what do you see? He said, I see men like trees. He was seeing very well. Because he was seeing men in the spirit. His eyes were opened. Then again, he touched him again, and then he saw men. So you are like a tree. You have been typed as a tree. A tree of righteousness. You've also been typed as a building. We, ye also, as lively stones or living stones, have been built up a spiritual house and holy priesthood to offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. First Peter chapter 2 from verse 1. Ye are the temple, the building of the Holy Spirit. A building. Jesus now said something very powerful it says in the book of Matthew chapter 5 from verse 14 it says you are the light of the world a city that is set on a hill have you seen that so you are, your entire life is like a city and you know that every city has a gate we have the gate of Abuja, we have the gates in the city of New York, we have the gate in many cities all across, and many states all across the nation. Even here, if you are moving from here to Nasarawa, when you get there, you see city gate, Nasarawa state. Some of us even have city gates in our villages. Can I have a witness in the house? Isn't it so? Oh, isn't it so? Yeah. So there's really a city, a gate. And the gate of a city can be closed the gate of a city can also be opened. So you are like a city. When a city, when a gate of a city is closed, 
Just like when the king of Assyria, when he besieged, some, I mean, he besieged the people of God. Sennacherib did one for Judah. And also, we also saw the one in Samaria. It's a very terrible thing. So the, the gates closed. So when, it, when, when the gate is closed, nothing good comes out. And not, there's, there's no transaction. When you notice that in your life, blessings are not going out, blessings are not coming in, and it's becoming so chronic, please watch out. It could be a siege. It could be a siege. When there's a siege in the man's life, what else do you see? You see famine, just like what happened in Samaria. Famine. What else do you see? Scarcity. You see lack, you see scarcity. What else do you see? You see frustration. There's no time, so we're moving very fast. You see frustration. People are frustrated because things are not moving. We saw when the city was besieged, how people became cannibals. I kill your son today, you kill your son tomorrow. Saw what happened amongst the women to eat the sons. That is why the hand of the wicked must rather never rest upon the lot of the righteous. Otherwise, the righteous will put forth his hands into iniquity. When things are too terrible, he asked one man, what happened to you? He said, things, everything, I exhausted all opportunities. Things are so hard for me. I didn't know what to do again. So, that was how I became a drug addict. Just to give myself a sense of pleasure. A man that would never go to drugs. This was a man, lost his job, big man, came down, everything was falling. Everything was a huge siege over his life. Depleted everything. So he resulted into some other things. So he resulted into stealing. Many times when they catch these people, they say, what? you have me good, what happened? There was a doctor, you know, you all know the story. Involved in armed robbery. A doctor. And they had, say things got so bad. He didn't have a choice to do. Again. It's a very terrible thing for a life to be under a siege. Terrible. That is why you must do everything possible to break the siege by life, over your destiny. And that thing again you see is that you begin to deplete your reservoir, your reserves. You exhaust everything. When the things start, just like these people, everything came down. They exhausted everything that what they were meant to throw away. A donkey's head, a dove's poo-poo. They were selling it. Because this is what the enemy wants. One of the things that the enemy does is to bring a siege around someone's life to torment the person, to capture the person, to make the person to surrender. But I know you will not surrender in the precious name of Jesus. Because your God Almighty shall arise on your behalf in the precious name of Jesus Christ. 
So you see, there's depletion of savings. Not only of money, some people, they've used up all, even used up all the goodwill that they have. It's a very terrible thing. Say, I've been here, I've been here, I've used up all the goodwill. Nothing is happening. Could be a siege. Could be a siege. A siege could be personal, a siege could be financial, it could be in the area of marriage, it could be in the area of health. It could also be in the area of your mind. When there's a siege upon someone's mind, you can't think right. Productive activities can't come. Why? Because your gates are shut. Your city is besieged. But I know, according to the word of God, that many of us, even this morning, we are going to receive, by the grace of God, we are going to receive the waves of glory that shall cause your gates to be opened. The Bible says that your gates shall be opened continually, that the forces of the Gentiles, their wealth might come unto thee. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. So I see blessings coming to you. Amen. I see gold, silver coming to you. I see opportunities coming to you. Some people never receive opportunities. They don't. don't come there because why? The gates are shut. Their entire life is besieged. But there are things that you can do. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Out of the things you can do, the fundamental thing you can do is in obeying God. Praise the level. Praise the Lord. I want us to just briefly, just quickly open to the book of uh, let's open to the book of uh, the book of Genesis. I'll summarize it. Now, in Genesis 20, we saw what happened in the, that journey that um, Abraham and uh, his wife, Sarah, that they undertook. So they came to a certain place called Gera, and there's this king, Abimelech. He saw, you know, um, Sarah, even at her, at her age, she was dazzling, so beautiful. So he went and then took her for a wife. And then a siege came upon his home, upon everyone, everything in his house. So as I said earlier on, a siege could be individual, I mean, it could be personal. A siege could also be over a family, over a nation, over a community, over a lineage over a kindred. So, but see what happened. So, he took Abraham's wife and the Bible said that God closed the womb of, not only God told him he was going to die, but the first thing, sign he saw was barrenness. Barrenness is one of the signs to death. Something is not happening. I just left there alone. No 
productivity. No supply, no provision. Is is a life that is set to death. So, and then everything in his house, all everything became barren. Everything, shut the wombs of. So God now appeared to him in the dream. And see what God did. Bible says, and God said unto him in the dream, Genesis twenty. Yea, it says, Genesis 20 from verse 7. He told him, he said, now therefore, restore the man's wife. He's a prophet, he shall pray for thee, and thou shalt live. If thou restore her not, know that thou shalt surely die, and all that belongs to you. And then, verse 17, the man obeyed immediately. So when people say obey, obedience, he obeyed immediately. The siege was over his house. Nothing was, everything was just dry, suffering dryness, suffering unfruitfulness, barrenness, scarcity. Affected everything. So, but as soon as God told him, he obeyed. Please know that delayed obedience is disobedience. Adjusted obedience is disobedience. Partial obedience is disobedience. Don't mock God. One of the things that pained the heart of God when he gave that instruction to Saul was that it was like a mockery. You know you will not obey. Why do you want to do it halfway? He said, don't mock me. And he said to him, to obey is better than sacrifice. Any kind of sacrifice, sacrifice of prayer, sacrifice of fasting, sacrifice of giving, sacrifice of, of, of material, sacrifice, financial sacrifice, obedience is better than none. When you do all that on the platform of obedience, the sky is not even the limit. This man did not delay. Immediately. He went and then he said, Abraham, take your wife back. I'm very sorry. I didn't know she was your wife. I thought she was your sister. God appeared to me and instructed me. I forbade him. Verse 17, let's read together verse 17. It said, and so Abraham prayed unto God and God healed Abimelech and his wife and his maid servants and they bear children. They became productive. That siege was broken because the man engaged the power of obedience. No fasting, no all-night prayer, no crying, just obedience. And the power of barrenness was broken. Who can stand against the Lord? None. I pray in the precious name of Jesus that whatsoever you need to do so that your obedience will be complete, please do it. Don't allow this year to end without doing that 
which you ought to do. Don't. Don't. Abimelech gave back that which he took. Probably there are some things that you need to give back. There are some things that you need to do to give out, to take back. There are some things that God must have been speaking to you about. The instruction of God, the instructions of God, they are very powerful tools for the construction of your life and destiny. And God changed this man's life. His entire house, his maid servant, and everything that he had. And they started to produce again. I pray for you in the precious name of Jesus that you will lead a, a, a productive life. You will experience blessings unreserved in Jesus' mighty name. Praise the name of the Lord. The powers to engage the power of obedience, much more than just having an intention. Having an intention is not the key. The circle of obedience is not complete until there is a corresponding action. Even the scripture says that the devil, they believe. So it's not just in you believing. Oh, pastor, it was a great message. I enjoyed the message. Oh, God spoke to me. But what have you done with God? spoke to me. That thing that he has spoken to you, what have you done with it? Oh, pastor, oh, I was broken. In fact, I was weeping throughout the service. Then, one, once you stop, what did you do? It's much more than just believing. When the Bible was talking about faith without works, see what the scripture says. That as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead. And then, he started to refer also to the devil that faith is much more than belief. It has to be justified by the words corresponding action. He says, the devil believe that there is one God and they tremble. They also believe. It's much more than your intentions, your notions or, you know, the things that come into your heart and say, oh, I've been touched, I've convicted. It has to be a corresponding action. He said, the devil believe. The devils, they believe and they tremble. But the devil would never go to God and say, I'm sorry to obey him. They will always do things. They've gone into apostasy. Today, many devils will have been angels if they can just obey. The Bible says, they believe, they tremble, but they will never obey. Don't be like that. Let your obedience carry a corresponding action so that the cycle of obedience will be complete. And every disobedience in your life in Jesus' mighty name shall receive the vengeance of God. I pray for someone in the precious name of Jesus Christ. Therefore, lift up your hands and just speak to God this morning. If you are here, speak to God this morning. And for everyone watching me, speak to God. If God has spoken to you, go ahead and just speak back to him. What is it that you need to return? What is it that you need to do before the end of this year? Never let the, this year end without you meeting the expectations of God. Very quickly, very quickly, just pray. Pray that prayer very quickly. Oh, I appreciate you and I bless you. I appreciate you and I bless you. Thank you, King of glory. Blessed be your holy name. In the precious name of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, we pray. Amen. If you are here this morning and you are not born again, you have not just received Jesus as Lord and Savior. That is the biggest disobedience. That is 
the biggest unbelief and God wants you to submit your life to him this morning Jesus paid the price for you God has done all it takes for you to become his child so if you're here this morning I want to say Father please I want to give my life to Jesus I want to submit my life I want to repent of my sins I want to fully I want to follow Jesus from today and I want the power of every siege even the siege of Satan to be broken over my life I would like to pray with you wherever you are let's bow down our heads as we pray others please pray for them just lift up your hands wherever you are I would like to pray with you in the precious name of Jesus is there anyone who is watching or anyone who is here and say pastor please pray with me pray for me just lift up your hands wherever you are can I have some people there the gallery just wave your hands Thank you, King of Glory. I appreciate you, God, for all things. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you. So, we'll pray collectively now. Amen. So, just stand up here. Just two prayer points and then close. Thank you, my Father. Now, lift up your hands unto heaven. And just speak to him one more time. Why don't just speak to God? God takes this thing seriously. Say, God, I want to take you seriously. God is not a flimsy God. God is not a careless God. Tell God, Lord, I want to take you. I want to tremble at your word. Help me, oh God. I know you have some certain expectations over my life before the end of the year. May your expectations over me, oh God, may it never be cut short in the precious name of Jesus Christ. Speak to him. Thank you, King of glory. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. How many of us are expecting God to do something to just show up? How many of us but do you know, as we're expecting God to show up to, God also has some certain expectation concerning your own life. And one of the key expectations is that this, my son, must come into the place of complete, and this, my daughter, must come into the place of obedience. Just as you have expectations from God also has expectations over you. I pray in the precious name of Jesus that the expectations of God over your life shall never be cut short. Amen. So lift up your hands and say in the precious name of Jesus Christ. Oh, let somebody say in the precious name of Jesus Christ. Say, Father, your expectations over me shall not be cut off, shall not, oh my Father, I pray in the precious name of Jesus. Help me, oh God, even to exceed your expectations for me in the precious name of Jesus. Help me, oh God. Help me, O oh God, in every regard in the precious name of Jesus Christ. Go ahead and pray, 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 pray. Lift up your voice and cry out unto him and ask him, Help me, King of glory, in the precious name of Jesus Christ. My Father, my Father, I thank you and I bless you. Thank you, King of glory. I submit my life to you. I submit my intentions to you. I submit my plans to you. I submit my aspirations to you. I submit, oh God, 
every schedule unto you. My God, take preeminence in my life. My God, you are the Lord. You are the one that determines what happens in my life. Mighty God, mighty King, I come, oh God, in submission to your will. I come, oh God, Father, help me, oh God, that my obedience indeed shall be complete. Help me, oh God, whatsoever I need to do quickly, let me do. Whatsoever I need to do speedily, let me do. What actions, oh God, I need to take without delay, let me take. Whatsoever, oh God, you ask me to do, that, oh God, will I do. Pray. Thank you, King of glory. In the precious name of Jesus Christ, in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Thank you, King of glory. We appreciate you, God, for all things. We bless you. We praise you, God, forever. We appreciate you, God, even for your will, your counsel of our lives. Indeed, we are the ones, the generation of those that seek you, that seek your face. We will continue to seek you. Thank you, King of glory, for a heart that is subject to your will, a heart that is responsive even to your instructions. Thank you, King of glory. I appreciate you, God, for all things. And I pray in the precious name of Jesus that let the siege over everyone here, over every life, be broken in the precious name of Jesus. It's a season of joy for someone. I say it's a season of joy for someone. I say it's a season of joy for someone. When a siege is broken, rejoicing comes. When a siege is broken, there is release. When a siege is broken, there is freedom. When a siege is broken, there is opportunity to fulfill destiny. When a siege is broken, one is released to serve God even more. Lift up your voice and shout a big hallelujah and put your hands again together and honor God this morning. Praise the name of the Lord. We believe you have been blessed by this message. To download this message, please visit our podcast at The Throne Room on your handheld device or computer. For any inquiries, call 08087-000004 or visit the Life Center at number 20 Colorado Close off Dame Street, Maitama Abuja. You can also visit our website, www.rccgthroneroom.org. You are highly lifted, highly favored. Highly favored.